Oh, I'm so glad you picked this one. <laughs> I was hoping you would. Oh, yes. What could we be talking about today, I wonder? Talking heads? Of course. Of course. Well, heads will certainly play into this, I'm sure. <laughs> so begins the macabre humor. I always wanted that large suit. David Burrow on the stage. So there you go. <laughs> so we're talking about not only killers, but psycho killers, specifically uh, serial killers, which we don't hear too much about nowadays. It seems like it's, uh, although I do have something about that a little bit later in this, uh, uh, in tonight's episode, that's a, ah. uh, that's a, a, a wink or a hint at uh, what's wink, wink, on. nudge, nudge. Yes. <laughs> so before but, we, um, before we go on, uh, sorry to, to derail your, your train of, uh, Mm-hmm. exposition <laughs> i can't find yeah. anything today um so yeah we're, we're going to talk about serial killers and uh just you know the world is so so much more sensitive than it used to be i just want to make it clear that look we don't we're, we don't celebrate and we don't condone the atrocities and the terrible things people did but we will talk snarkily about it because this is a comedy show and guess what there are still some points of humor even in the darkest recesses of human behavior and human history so yeah we're going to talk about it but just know that um don't don't take this shit too personally and uh we we are sorry for any and all of the victims of any of the people we're going to talk about it's not about them um we're not disparaging them we're just going to talk about how shitty these people are in general but also, just kind of how wacky and fucked up they are. So, anyway, um, that's that. So, back to you, Joe. Hmm. All right. Well, that actually is a pretty, and uh, it is just the two of us this evening. I, I just was really the two of us. <laughs> I was really hoping that Miranda could join us because she's actually a um, advocate for um, one of the things that she does with her job, and and, and I don't know all. Wait, she advocates for serial killers. No, no, but she works terrible. With Miranda, do you hear? No, she doesn't listen to the show. What am I talking about? She just comes on it. But, but she actually does work with people on death row. Yes, so, yes, that's true. Um, and it, it's you know not to say that everyone on death row is a serial killer, but I mean you know it's you know they're well, not well. Technically, you know, let's uh, let let's clarify some things, right? So let's see what the definition of a serial killer is. Because yes, I think that not all of them are serial killers. In fact, I'd be willing to bet that there are certainly a, a grip of murderers on death row. I think it's kind of hard to land yourself a spot at the, uh, at, you know, at the Grim Reaper's Holiday Inn, but <laughs> without having taken a life yourself. But uh, let's let's just for the sake of our discussion tonight. So a serial killer, as defined from the Oxford Languages Dictionary, is a person who commits a series of murders, often with no apparent motive or typically following a characteristic, predictably predictable behavior. Okay, that's that. Do you see that 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 uh, conflict right there? That that um, oh my god, why can't I think of my words, dude? The um, you know when it says one thing and it says another thing, what is that? Um. um... It's right, when it says one thing and 
says another thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go. don't know the word either, but I'm sure <laughs> one of our student listeners will. But I like how it says with no apparent motive, but they follow predictable and characteristic patterns. It's like, so wait a minute. So that, I know that motive is is his own thing, but it just sounded funny. So anyway, we're talking about people who've gone out and committed multiple murders. We're not talking about the people who go and do mass murders. That's a totally different set of assholes. Spree killers or stuff like yeah, that. Spree killers. We're talking about people who are active throughout the course of a month to years, if not decades. So, all right, Joe. So it looks like you had something chambered up you wanted to bring up. Uh, well, yeah, I was actually going to um, to start with what I guess the most... Uh, with the most general topic, the thing that I think everyone uh, would think that we would approach with this episode, and that is, you know, what is society's obsession with these people? And I don't just mean, you know, that you do have whack jobs. Obviously, you write fan mail and want to, you know, you know, marry them in prison and this and that. You know, I'm talking about he's crazy. And they are too. No, I'm talking about, you know, there's a whole societal movement towards true crime and such. And serial killers obviously plays a a big part of that. So, so really, why? And I guess my own thinking here is that <laughs> society, you know, I, I joke, but I'm not that society is fucked up and i think it's i think it's that whole kind of like you know car crash thing that you don't want to look but you can't help but look as you drive past it's like there's a real good i think i think everyone has a little bit of a dark nature to them um you know and it it might very well be that something that um that basically came to us through evolution I'm, I'm not completely sure because it's like you know <laughs> you know if you look at the history of mankind it's it's bloodshed it's yes you know things have changed a lot but it's still a lot of bad shit out there and it's like you know i always joke about you know the uh the the um you know everybody's like uh you know, talks about how evil the the Germans were during World War II, which they were, don't get me wrong, but it's like, but if you look at their history too, if you look at society's history as a whole for centuries, that shit has always been happening. So it's like, you know, and it's, I think it's just in, in our nature and we're fortunate in that things are changing now and you, you know, I'm not a murderer, at least not yet. Are you're not? Um, but... Well, hey, we don't know. We never truly know a person. So <laughs> yeah, that is true. That is true. And they always say it's the one that you least suspect as well. Look at John Wayne Gacy, who hosted big, you know, backyard soiree. Yeah, but that guy, I, I would have pegged him because he 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 lo- he just looked fucking weird yeah, from the did. beginning. And anybody who's that interested in little kids is not okay in my book. And dressing like a clown and yeah, it's just kind yeah. of fucked up. But yeah, that's, you know, that's my two cents. What do you think, Art? So uh, it's funny because you you took my usual stance, which is the, the more nihilistic and the world is broken, fucked, and that's all there is to it. Uh, I'm going to be a little bit more pragmatic in this time and say I think it really comes down to two things. One is curiosity and two is safety. So what I mean by that, somewhere I read or saw or heard that human beings 
are wired to not like or to to need to know answers. We don't like uncertainty. We don't like the unknown. That's why we are constantly searching and 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 exploring. You know that that's what is in our spirit is just to understand things. So when you have people who commit these heinous acts and this deviant behavior, the first thing we all wonder is they seem so normal. How? Like why? We want to understand. So there's the curiosity part. And the second part why I think there's such a curiosity about it is you'll see that it always comes up in in literature or uh, film, television, radio, or obviously nowadays podcasts, documentaries, because there is a safety of distance. So people can now, you know, kind of give into this, this fascination with trying to understand the why through the protective lens of any sort of media delivery. I have a feeling that if there was, if we all lived in a village and there was somebody running around as a serial killer, just murdering random people on random intermittent intervals, the only people who'd really be wanting to know about it would be the fucking police and anybody who's in that village would be locking their doors and hiding. They would curiosity would be the furthest fucking thing on their mind mm. because that's not safe. So I think that's where our overall, you know, fascination as as a culture. Now again, I don't know if this is worldwide or only America. I can only speak for America. Is because we just want to understand the why and we can do so from the safety of our home knowing full well that indulging in this story in this these narratives that we read or watch it, it's we're removed so you know we're safe and we're also fulfilling some of that need to understand and the thing about this stuff is it simply comes down to you'll never understand mm. we'll never understand because the answer is as simple as either chemical imbalances thought disorders personality disorders or just you know a mix of all those things and just sometimes just you know, bad wiring <laughs> and that's it. You know, it's almost like the reality of how do you lose weight is for 99% of the people as simple as eat less, move more. Boom. That's the fucking answer. Same thing with serial killers. Why are we so curious? I don't know, but all I can tell you is they got something wrong under the hood and that's it. Like there, there's no deeper thing. It's not like, you know, there's in some sort of bigger existential thing at, at play here, but that's my feeling as to why, we are so obsessed with it. I think it fucks with me more that, you know, not so much serial killers because like, you know, they do have kind of, you know, you know, as you said with that description that they have, like, you know, markers and such that there are certain things, it, it, you know, every, everybody has their own certain way of doing, you know, like, like they target certain than people, or even if they're crazy and taking, orders from like their next door neighbor's dog which son of <laughs> sam, sam yep but, <laughs> still, you know, you, but that's still like all part of the plan so to speak it's like they're still following the outline of whatever it is that they do the thing that fucks with me and i know this is a topic for like a separate episode is the whole thing like the spree killers and or, or the um uh the Man shooters like that asshole in Vegas a few years ago who um oh yeah who opened fire at the uh concert from his hotel and it was like 
and you know he killed himself and it's like why the fuck did he do it and there's a thing is that you don't know that that's what fucks with me more than than actual serial killers if that makes sense does that make sense art or no it does it it does make sense Uh, yes first of all you're right it is uh that would be a different topic but i don't know how we could as uh get more clicks in the feed (laughs) by writing mass murders you know (laughs) as opposed to serial killers um but i get that because that again feeds into the first thing about wanting to know why like what is the unraveling the mystery and you have a mystery that unless he left you know a cache of fucking journals and stuff you'll never know because we won't know anything that's inside the person's head we never know what's inside a person's head so an asshole he could have just been an asshole i will say that they have (laughs) they have apprehended people who do these things who either didn't get to kill themselves in time or they fucked it up and they survived and they try to get answers from them but again it all comes back to very unsatisfactory stuff and it's it's always chip on the shoulder wanting to send a message to a uh, you know a, a larger group of people wanting to just be famous for the sake of it having their name there it, it's it it runs the gamut but it all does come back to narcissism and having some fucking wires loose so you know that's mm-hmm. that's what i'd say um, uh, is there any interesting topics you have this evening I, well i i don't know if it's interesting but i would like to talk about there are some clearly some big hitter serial killers that you know everybody knows and then for the ones that we don't know who did it they have you know their their uh, the nom de plume as uh the you know as the media would refer to them so my question to you is uh there are at least two that come to mind who were never definitively solved mm-hmm. or identified and i'm sure there are more but my question to you is uh, no need our giving our need to just know and understand if you could be gifted the answer of who did a certain uh, like who was a serial killer that was never caught who which one would you pick you can only pick one so but if there you know which unknown assailant would you suddenly identify now of course the caveat is you can't take this information and you know run with it and do anything nobody would fucking believe you but you know like there's an envelope in front of you it has all the documentation Mm. to prove definitively that this is the the identity of the person who did what it is but then it'll just deteriorate in the dust so you can't profit off it or anything so for your own edification who would you want to know was the actual assailant and I will let you answer this first since it's your topic, but I assume that the two Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> that the two you're talking about is Jack the Ripper and um and Zodiac. That's correct. Okay. Yes. We'll go ahead. So I guess it's a coin toss on this one's for, for you, unless you think of another um, you know, person out there. I would say Jack the Ripper, purely Ooh. because of the fact that there is nothing that could be done at this point. <laughs> it's so fucking long ago the fact of looking over evidence is it's, it's no point you know with with zodiac albeit it was you know christ almost 70 years at this point we're getting there i mean it's like 60 plus years ago you know that the you know for me the idea that any sort of sudden dna evidence might come up yeah, it's a slim chance but probably not but there is a slim chance like there's there's enough it's close enough to the present that you could still find something but jack the ripper 
150 years ago. And that's it. Like it is what it is. You're never going to know. <laughs> so that for me would just, you know, put me to bed just like to say, huh? Well, at least I'd hope it would. It would be really fucking miserable if it was just like, oh yeah, it was some random dock worker who just fucking went on drunk benders and that was it, you know? And he just happened to be really good with a knife because he used to work on a whaling ship and he was used to cutting blubber. I, I don't know, but <laughs> I would like to know, to know that one. Uh, and you can pick the same one if you want, but I'd say pick whatever you want, Joe. Well, and it's, and um, I think it was in uh, the graphic novel and, you know, and film that was based off the same name from oh. hell that it was the Royal family's doctor or something like that. Mm-hmm. I also, um, I also know it's a very popular theory that it, it could have been a member of the Royal family, um, you know, and that's why it, it was, covered up was because of uh, obviously the implications there if it was you know and i you know not saying it was like like prince philip or whatever the name of a uh, queen victoria's husband was but it was uh um you know but, but like one of the nephews or something like that it's uh, i think it would be cool to know who was jack the river but but ultimately, unlike you, I think it would be kind of like I don't like you're saying it was 150 years ago. It's like, yeah, it, it would be news for a day. But then it would kind of just like, like, oh, OK, you know what I mean? And you think it's you think it's old enough or out of fashion these days where or it's like not in vogue that it would just end up on a clickbait website for like a week and then just be relegated <laughs> like to, a the, to the dustpan of history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and the whole thing with the Zodiac, aren't they pretty sure that they know who the Zodiac is now? Like he died a couple of years ago or something. You like know, that? again, this thing goes to, you can go down the rabbit hole of different things that they can talk about. There's clearly the suspect that Robert Graysmith, um, is it Graysmith or Grayson? I think it's, I don't know. Whoever the guy, the guy that wrote the book that the Mm. movie Zodiac was based off of, Mm. he had his own theories and he presented that information and and evidence in the novel. Um, And then there's also another guy who came forward and said, oh, my dad, um, I found out it was my father or my stepfather or whatever. It's like there's pictures, blah, blah, blah. But even that evidence has been poked, you know, uh, and shown to be flimsy. So there's been a couple people that on the outset look really, really fucking promising, but still to this day, as far as I know, nothing has ever been definitively laid out for it. The Zodiac would be interesting uh, simply because he, you know, there's a chance that the person could still be alive, even though, like you said, it was back in the sixties, because I know that uh, the guy, um, who the fuck was it? The, um, who Patton Oswald's uh, first wife who passed away, she wrote a book about the Golden State Killer. And he was, oh, yeah. uh, and he was from like the 70s, yeah. um, you know, into like the 80s and such. And so, you know, he's still alive, all be it a, a very old man, but, but, you know, he's still is so, so it would be interesting. But you know what? I, a third person did occur to me um, because like, and I would actually choose it about this person because I don't think he's t- that the killings are talked about enough. And the person who was accused, I think mm-hmm. they might have been falsely accused, but uh, the Boston Strangler, um, oh, okay. because 
I believe, and and you can research it too if you want to, Art. I, I believe that the gentleman's name, gentleman, was yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> the dickhead's name yeah, or whatever <laughs> was Albert DiSalvo or something like that. And like he, I think they said he confessed to it, but like there's a lot of debate as to whether or not he actually did it. And it was, you know, and so if that's the case, you know, I would think it would be, you know, he's like he's known, but if he didn't do it and, you know, even though the, the guy who probably did is dead now, that would be interesting because it's something that's not talked about very much that, that, that whole series of murders. And I think it's because, you know, they quote unquote caught the right person. So if Mm -hmm. that's, if that was all bullshit, um, if, if I were to write a book, I think it would be about that if I could crack the case, because that's like going back into the whole, you know, Golden State Killer thing and such, you know, yeah. you, you know, bringing up something that a lot of people haven't talked about. And now, like, you know, a lot of people have talked about the Zodiac and have talked about Jack the Ripper and such and such. So that's just my two cents. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. I would also uh, I would say. um Oh man, I had something I was going to bring up about all that, and I've just totally lost it. <laughs> um, it was going to be a it was going to be a topic. I don't know. Well, I have one more we can go through. Yeah, anyway. yeah, go ahead. Because if I can remember, then I'll I'll, I'll break it out. Um. So, uh, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Um. <laughs> which serial killer scared the shit out of you the most and it's like and it's i guess it can be scared slash like you know just makes your blood boil because i mean it's like you know yeah just because you're scared of someone doesn't mean that that you don't hate them so i mean you know you know what's the one that really fucks with you um, you, you know, whether it's you're scared or angry or a combination of the two. And, you know, immediately I always go to to like the guys who kill kids, um, you know, kids and teenagers. Uh, so I think about, you know, but of, of, of course, John Wayne Gacy reading about the stuff he he used to do to people. Uh, the same with uh, I don't remember his name. Um, uh, he killed him in Houston, the candy man. Um, fuck, I don't remember his name. Uh, but he, um, yeah, you, you know, just reading about the torture him and Gacy uh, would inflict on kids before, you know, kids and teens before they murdered them. It's just, you, you know, especially stuff with the anus and with the dick and you, you, it's just horrible. Um, the other guys uh, that uh, I have to give um, a shout out to because, you know, I fucking hate them and hope that they're burning in hell. Uh, but it was two guys have have you heard i think they were called the toolbox killers yeah it was funny i was just looking them up because i was trying to remember if this is the one i was thinking of you can talk about them then no no these aren't the ones i was thinking of i i i it's lawrence bittaker and ray norris yeah that's the piece of shit bittaker i gotta i gotta look up the one i was because this one yeah this this one really it's few and far between i mean i can find things reprehensible but few few and far actually disturb like truly truly to my core disturb me so i need to look up uh who this one was but uh keep keep going just for a second while i try to yeah find please i am actually i am <laughs> i'm actually looking up the asshole um from um 
the Candyman because I be, be, because I know his name and I don't know why I don't remember his name and it's driving me crazy. And it's uh, <laughs> hold on, let's see. Oh, Dean Coral. Yeah, and he uh, and he yeah he killed a bunch of kids in like the Houston area. And like I said, just reading about the torture that he inflicted on them and such. Uh, but the tool, uh, the toolbox or toolkit killers, whatever they were called, like oh yeah, there's... Dean Coral. There, sorry, I was just looking. At it. Yeah, he was given free candy. Yeah, it's so funny how well funny in the weirdest way. Um, to as I'm trying to look up what I'm looking for, mm-hmm. and then I just happened across this podcast that I listened to that covers terrible, terrible crime, and that happened to be that episode I was just looking at. So, <laughs> well, and and. He, you know, speaking of terrible, terrible crime, the toolbox or toolkit, whatever the hell they were called, Bittaker and the other guy, they like, I know that they brutally murdered like three or four women. And like the last one, they actually uh, recorded her voice, what they were doing to her, like yeah. you know, using, using tools on her various um, openings, if you know what I mean. And it was like, yeah. and and they said, like, I mean, you know, playing that in the courtroom, it was like, you know, you know, you know, people were crying, running out there, throwing up and such. And that, and that piece of shit, Bittaker was just there on the stand laughing. And it was like, you know, and, and like, you know, I'm, I'm, I waffle with the death penalty. Um, uh, not that we should probably be talking about this during the show, but it's like, uh, but uh, you know, I, I, you know, he's dead now. I think he died a year or two ago, but I, you know, he's the kind of person that I think I'd be okay throwing the switch myself. You know what I mean? So it's like, because it's, there's, you know, what, what good does, does this piece of excrement's existence do? You know what I mean? So it's, it's, you know, that's, you know, but yeah. Now I now I remember why I was so close to saying because it wasn't toolbox killer. The one there's two people who have like what they've done have have really uh, unsettled me, and it's the toy box killer. Yes, I know who you're talking David about. David Parker Ray Ray, and yep. that is purely because his transcript. Well, no, not the transcript. It's the fact that he had a fucking tape that he would play for every single person that he kidnapped. That's what I meant. Sorry, with the yeah, transcript. It, but and it's like, and I've I've heard the tape, and it's just so matter of fact to hear him just talk, and it goes on for a long time. It's like that type of psychological warfare uh, when you're already you know held captive. It's like you know the the act of being restrained and held against your will is pretty goddamn horrific and then to have this message play and the fact that it's been created because this fucking guy does it so often it's easier to just record it instead of having to go through the whole thing that was pretty fucked up and the other one from uh way back in the day is and i feel like we might have talked about him years ago albert fish Oh boy. The pedophile yeah. murderer cannibal and like to stick needles up his ass. He'd like to stick needles everywhere inside of him. And uh yep. For me, it was the fact that he wrote a letter to the mother of a young victim whom he had, had killed and played with and and then eaten. And it's just the way he describes what he, you know, just things in the letter to this person's mother. And it was just, it's just like, it's just so unfathomable, like, you know, that this person would say, I mean, 
it, okay, so here's a here's a little a little excerpt from his letter. So uh, if this sort of discussion is really going to upset you, you might want to fast forward about thirty <laughs> to forty five seconds. This is from the letter to the mother of Grace Bud. Rest assured that he was killed in the electric chair. So. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. He definitely got his, but I'm sure he probably had a raging boner when they fucking did it. <laughs> so he he writes to her mother after she's been gone. And uh, one part of it says, when she saw me all naked, she began to cry and tried to run downstairs. I grabbed her and she said she would tell her mama. First, I stripped her naked. How did she kick, bite, and scratch? I choked her to death, then cut her in small pieces so I could make my meat to my rooms, cook, and eat it. Hmm. How sweet and tender her little ass was roasted in the oven. This fucking... Ugh, it's just so gnarly. It's so gnarly. And I think what really bothers me, too, about him is that, like, as you mentioned, he stuck needles and shit in his side. In, in his ass and everywhere like, you know when he died they there's a fantastic x-ray of all sorts of weird shit that's just stuck in there he liked pain so to hurt him is only to turn him on and that really like how do you punish someone who gets off on death and pain you know so, i was yeah yeah I was um, a little, you know, speaking of from hell, um, you know, the, you know, there, the author of the book, uh, Al Moore, he wrote another great book that was turned into a movie, Watchmen. And um, the character of Rorschach was really, I mean, don't get me wrong. He was great in the movie played by, was it Jackie Haley? Jackie, Jackie Earl Haley, Haley yeah. Um. But in the book, he was so much more awesome just because of his whole like thing about, you know, just wiping every criminal out and like the whole, you know, it was revealed that the reason he wore the Rorschach mask was because he was, um, I, I don't know if you, you've ever heard of Kitty Genovese. What's the name? Kitty Genovese. No, I don't think so. Oh, you should you should read up about her. Um, the guy who killed her was this. Uh, he had killed a few people too. But the reason she was so well known in this based off a true story was because she was uh, raped, tortured, and murdered outside of like a tenement building, and a bunch of people just watched from like their windows, and no one called for help or anything else. And like the whole thing is that it. Is um you know in Watchmen was that he had sold her a dress with that pattern or something like that and you know and 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 she didn't like it or something like that and she uh you know and then he heard about what happened to her and he's like you know never again and like uh. and, and like in the movie he he tells this one couple that he's going to find their kid who was kidnapped and such and you know he gets to the house and finds bones and finds the dogs playing with the bone and this and that and he just kills the guy with a <laughs> with a cleaver uh when he comes in but in the book he does the whole man max thing where he basically you know beats the shit out of him tie uh cuffs him to like a radiator with a um you know with a rusty uh you know with a rusty handcuff either his arm or his leg and then leaves a saw and <laughs> 
Unless it's a house on fire and, you know, the guy just burns to death inside. <laughs> uh, wow. I like that. So, uh, so that's where, that's where um, they got the idea for the movie saw was uh, reading, reading Watchmen. Wow. Um, speaking of, uh, speaking of horrible, horrible shit, I think it's that time, Mark, don't you? Oh, I do too. Ah, 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 Lex load. Ah, yeah. uh, well, I have to say I'm a little disappointed because when <laughs> because when I was Googling serial killers to see if there's any recent news stories, which there is a news story, at first an ad popped up and I didn't realize it, it, it was an ad, but it said something about Walmart serial killer and but but then i realized it was just doing like a search on walmart.com for like serial killer books and such because that that, that would have been super dude yeah the walmart serial killer it's like somehow he has avoided capture even though they have a, a ton of security cameras murdering people in broad daylight in the houseware section there apparently is an active serial killer or suspected one in chicago called right now yeah called this wow. miley face killer and the reason yeah, now Miley. does hmm? this have anything to do with the smiley face killers or is it the same one am i pluralizing has this been going on uh, for a while i think i think it is the same one or ones it's basically they've been pulling a lot of bodies uh, of men in their 20s and 30s out of the chicago river and have been found on the Lake Michigan shoreline. And um, I think the whole reason that they became the, that was known as the the smiley face killers is because they think that wherever they were being dropped off at, you know, whether it's suicide or something else, but it like, there's graffiti there, a smiley face. So that's, wow. so they don't know for sure that it is a serial killer or not. It might be just chance, but Hey, some, some shit could be happening. But lastly, I I did just to show how fucked up the world is art. There's a guy, um, he has the highest death. It, you know, you mentioned earlier in the show talking about, you know, people with the, uh, you know, is this a thing worldwide as far as popularity goes? I don't know about that, but I do know that, you know, serial killers are worldwide. In fact, the. <laughs> well, for sure, for sure, there are. Uh, I just didn't know if the fascination of with well, them. The, was as the, widespread the person with the highest number um suspected in history uh is a per his name is luis garavito um he's currently alive uh he's known as the beast or la bestia uh in colombia he is a serial killer sex offender pedophile and necrophile uh who confessed to the rape torture mutilation and murder of 140 seven minors uh, predominantly young men and boys in the western colombian region and get this art <laughs> he could be getting out of jail soon dude that <laughs> i really wish i was kidding but it says here it says here that he was um oh goodness here it, it says uh she where the hell was it so <laughs> By making it mandatory for all the prisoners, hold on. Uh, oh, he, here it is. He was found guilty on 138 of the 100 and 
72 accounts. Uh, the others are ongoing. Uh, Garavito was sentenced to 1,853 years and nine days in prison. Thank God for those nine days. Uh, the, <laughs> right. <laughs> the lengthiest sentence in Colombian history. However, Colombian law limits imprisonment to 40 years. And because Garavito helped police find the victim's bodies, his sentence was further reduced to 22 years. Garavito is currently serving his sentence in a maximum security prison in Valdupar, I'm guessing it's called. Uh, He is held separately from all other prisoners because it is feared that he would be killed immediately. He will become eligible for parole in 2023 when he has served three-fifths of his sentence. So... I guess the question I have to you, to you Art, is why? <laughs> just put them in there with the prisoners. You know, you know just let them have their fun. You yeah, know, he, I know. Honestly, it's like, why protect? He had his fun with, you know, with yeah. 147 kids and teens. Let them have their fun. So, you know, it, it, as soon as you start talking about this, I thought you were actually going to talk about the guy I'm just going to mention. But it's his, I never heard of this guy. He's worse because these are kids. Um, But... The fact that, yeah, dude, there are countries that limit jail time, which is what caused this person I'm going to talk about to be free. It's a Brazilian guy. What up, Brazil? His name is Pedro Filho, and he's known as (laughs) Pedrinho Matador. This dude, he was sentenced for 71 murders. Like, that's what they proved. And he's killed more. He was sentenced for 71 murders. 34 years because there was some sort of cap like once you've done this much you're you're out so the the it comes out to about 25 weeks per murder that, that he did but they were all bad guys so he's very much like arnold schwarzenegger Dexter. Realized. So no, this guy, he, what's that you said he was killing bad guys yeah so so yeah he's dexter morgan yeah he's dexter exactly yeah, yeah. the brazilian dexter is what they called him because he would kill drug dealers and generally bad people. I think there might have been a couple innocents that got in the way at some point or another. I don't remember the whole story, but I know a vast majority of them that he killed were criminals. So, you know, and like they would put him in prison and he would just, you know, his cellmate would do something or he'd find out that his cellmate was a pedophile or whatever. He'd just fuck him up and kill him. You know, it's like he would just murder people at the drop of a hat. No problem. What's crazy is now this guy is out, he's been out, and now he has a fucking podcast and all this other shit. <laughs> and here's this guy who's like a fucking certifiable crazy amount of killing. But that's what I was actually going to say on the idea of are there active serial killers today? And I would say yes, but they look very different than what they used to be in the sense that they would always operate in subterfuge, you know? But now, there are, I would say that anybody who has ever been involved in any of those fucking cartel videos or any sort of terror videos where you film the torture and murder of a person, any of those people technically could qualify, I would believe, as serial killers. Mm-hmm. Because you think they just do that to one or two or three people? No, no. They like, they, you don't get as calm and, and, and at ease with what you're doing in those videos if you haven't done it oodles and oodles of times before. So I think that the idea that I think we have serial killers very much among us and around us, it's just that now they just do it quite openly in their own protected circles. And 
And to close off this uh, this Lexload, um, you know, my the more you know part. If uh, hey, if if you're feeling uh, if you're feeling the itch, uh, Colombia or Brazil is a good place to visit. And that oh, is this yeah. week's Lexload. Ah, 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 Lexload. Ah, yeah. goddamn buttons so (laughs) i I think we've done enough damage for the day don't you (laughs) well we're talking about child killers and and then you you play a a drop of a bunch of kids screaming yay (laughs) (laughs) oh that's dark uh yeah so i think that's where we're at um, you know, uh, you know what? At this point, though, it feels really sad if if this hasn't been said yet in an episode. So I might as well. BBJ. There we go. <laughs> but uh, I think that's all I got. I don't know. You have anything else you want to be sassy about, Joe? Maybe I could be the BBJ killer. Ooh, that's right. Oh, you could be like um like the fucking guy in uh, that Alex Cross movie Matt Fox played, where he's the. Uh, <laughs> He's an the MMA fighter who kills people in the ring. <laughs> you be that guy. But you have to look like a, a, a toned piece of beef jerky, just like Matt Fox did in that. I film. do, homie. Yeah, yeah, you do. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Shit. You look like a thumb. <laughs> I said that's the way we hold. Yeah, that's right. Uh, that's so true that's a good drop i i know well as uh we've said time and time again thank you for tuning in this has been that was disappointing we hope you were thoroughly disappointed that was joe over there and this is art over here and uh we thank you for giving us the time to listen you know you should do all those things that podcasts ask you to do like subscribe rate review tell your friends if you liked us and uh if you didn't like us, make sure you tell those friends of yours who like to hate listen, because uh, we could really use those clicks too. So where we don't we don't discriminate. Um, yeah, so we'll be back next week. Don't know what we'll talk about. Maybe we'll talk about um, what was it said? What was it, Joe? Common Core. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Common Core math. Um, I don't remember how how to do long divisions, so that I don't either. But that was pre Common Core, I thought. So oh. I feel like long division was its own thing. I don't know. I need to do some research, so I'm glad we're not talking about. No, that we don't. Today. No, we don't. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> very quick to very quick to get on that one. Uh, yeah, right. We don't. We, we don't need to know anything. What's the question again? I don't know. So that's what we'll be at next week. So come back, check it out. Until then, we hope you all have a wonderful week or wherever you are in life. I don't know. I'm petering out. I got nothing. So uh, we're just going to play ourselves out here. How about that? I got the blues. I got the blues. I've got the alcoholic. No more beer. No more beer. To cheer, but goodbye, whiskey. I used to sing for And you come in again. God, that was disappointing. Oh, that was. Ugh.
Shit's about to get dark for a second here, so you might want to just turn this off if you get upset easy. Hello there, bitch. Are you comfortable right now? I doubt it. Wrists and ankles chained, gagged, probably blindfolded. You are disoriented and scared too, I would imagine. Perfectly normal under the circumstances. For a little while, at least, you need to get your shit together and listen to this tape. It is very relevant to your situation. I'm going to tell you, in detail, why you have been kidnapped, what's going to happen to you, and how long you'll be here. I don't know the details of your capture, because this tape is being created July 23rd, 1993, is a general advisory tape for future female captives. The information I'm going to give you is based on my experience dealing with captives over a period of several years. If, at a future date, there are any major changes in our procedures, the tape will be upgraded. Now, you are obviously here against your will. Totally helpless. Don't know where you're at. Don't know what's going to happen to you. You're very scared or very pissed off. I'm sure that you've already tried to get your wrists and ankles loose. No, you can't. Now you're just waiting to see what's going to happen next.